Hello, and welcome to Mike, DJ, and Doc, the show that plants seeds for cultivating new culture. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast. Hope y'all been doing well. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome in. But if you already haven't heard this podcast before, you're family. Hey, Doc. Man, DJ, what's up? how y'all hey. doing? Doing well, Hey, Mike. Mike. Man, doing good. <laughs> good. Everything all right in Chattanooga are. down there? Yes, it is. What about you all's way? Well, up here, we got a nice day today. It's about 60 degrees, okay. cool, sunny. Yeah. But like I said, okay. compared to the last couple of days, it was kind of dropped down in the 40s and maybe even got a little bit in the 30s. So okay, gotcha. it's swinging back and forth. Mm-hmm. I, I still believe this weekend might be the last good one we have before it really get cold and stay there. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Gotcha. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. What's been up good with you, deal. DJ? Man. Hey. <laughs> You know it. A little overtime uh-huh. at work. Other than that, keeping it rolling with being a husband and a father, mm-hmm. fixing stuff that's broke <laughs> at the house. After I get Honey off dudes. work, uh, yeah, talking to everybody, see how their day is going, mm-hmm. and trying to push my stuff in between time with the footwork, interviews, and music and all that. All right, man. Well, keep keep it up, man. Keep up the good work. Appreciate it. All right. I tell you what. On today. We have a very special guest, and her name is Miss <laughs> Pamela <Yes> Coley. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me tell y'all what I know about Miss Pamela Coley. Uh, we first met at uh, St. Paul back in December. She came uh, with Mr. Weston. Remember on episode 19, we had Weston on here talking about the Mom Messiah. Mm. She was part of that stage cast on there, and she played a very powerful role on there <laughs> mm. but it, she it was very nice and so that's when i first met her and then also i recently seen you perform in another stage play called love intervention 2 mm-hmm. where you played another role where another powerful role because it seemed like those those things that draw you to the, some of the life situations mm-hmm. and different things yes and uh now coming up and we'll talk about this more later in an, another episode is another stage play she's going to be in called Joseph. That's oh. going to be in December. Yeah. And that's another play by Mr. Weston also. And uh, that one's going to be at Mount Zion Baptist Church in Joliet. So we'll talk a little bit about that toward the end of the uh, the podcast here. So tell us, Miss Pamela Coley, who are you? Well... Um, thank you, first of all, for everyone having me here. It's been a pleasure just meeting everyone. Um, well, let me just give you just a quick, small little background. I am a mother of four Mm -hmm. grown adult children, (laughs) a grandmother of three. Okay. Wow. Babies. Yes, I am. Um, I am an evangelist. I'm actually ordained. Seven years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a member of the Cornerstone Church of Chicago, located in Chicago, mm-hmm. 85th and Commercial. Very happy to be here. I stumbled on this acting thing <laughs> last year, mm-hmm. and we'll talk more about that a little bit later. But mm-hmm. um, yes, I have been in a few productions, and um, I'm just here just to have a nice discussion and have a good time. And my normal job is I am a registered nurse. Nice. So Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, tell you what, we're going to set the table and we're going to start moving right ahead here. 
And today our quote comes from Dr. Miles Monroe, which, like I said, we love using on this podcast because he was such a powerful speaker, leader, and person. Mm -hmm. And today's quote is, faith gives us hope. So if faith is lost, hope flees away like mist in the wind. Loss of faith leads to loss of hope, which leads to despair. Life become pointless and without value. So what we're talking about today, our, our title of our podcast today is Having Hope. Mm -hmm. Having Hope. Because we know as we look around in the world today, it's a lot of situations that we have seen on the news in our communities and ministries in different areas, whereas it seems like it's a loss of hope. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try to mm. tackle some of those situations uh, and just give our opinions on what how we feel about having hope. All right? Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So with that being said, having hope. What do y'all think about that quote that uh, Dr. Moms wrote? I mean, anybody have anything they want to say? What do you think about that? Well, I think it's very uh, on time and true. It's the truth, mm -hmm. very truthful. Um, it's difficult to to have hope without faith. Um, because really, I mean, you do need faith. Faith is what Doc. I'm, I'm gonna need your help on this one because you you know the Bible scholar first, but I know it's uh, evidence of things hoped for and the evidence, evidence of things, things not, not seen. seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so Amen. When during this time when you're seeing a lot of stuff yes, going sir. wrong, mm -hmm. um, your your faith might have been good beforehand, but when you see things falling apart, being destroyed, and you got all this uh, panic and fear going on, it's hard to have that that hope and faith because you're actually seeing the opposite of what you're hoping for right now. Mm -hmm. You're seeing evidence of just a whole bunch of wrong. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. Miles Monroe, this is uh, really is an encouraging uh, quote to reiterate that, okay, no matter what we see here that's going on, we can still have faith in the opposite. Mm -hmm. you, know, um, you know, God, I know that he has uh, the, the greatest interest at, at heart for all of us. And that he Amen. works everything out for our good, even mm -hmm. during during this time. Um, there's going to be a, a learning during all this turmoil. There's going to be an improvement. Um, and in our examples that he's given us in the Bible, like everybody went through something real terrible, but then greatness was on the other side for all of them. Mm -hmm. So okay. even this time here of destruction, we have faith knowing that God did it before, that we will have something excellent coming up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyone else? Sure. Um, I love I love that. I was reading that quote over and over again. So I had to take self-inventory. And I know as a Christian, mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, we we know the word. We hear the word on Sundays. We listen to all the songs. We listen to praise and worship, and we worship, and we praise God for everything. Mm -hmm. But we get weak in our faith, too. So those are things that kind of pertain to us as well. When he said, it was the part where he said, if you don't have it, it blows like in the wind. 
it says mm. hope flees away yeah. like mist in like, the wind. Mm. Have you ever been, um, I know there's when we have some smoldering hot weather, have you ever seen the mist that just blows when you go to some restaurants, they have the water spring and just try mm. to get you a nice little cool, refreshing breeze on mm-hmm. you? And it's very fine uh-huh. and it just dissipates in the air. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that at one point when my faith <clears throat> and my hope mm-hmm. was just like that withering away. Okay. And I had to come to God mm-hmm. and I said, I've been raised in the church. Mm-hmm. I've been brought up knowing your word. I never strayed away, even though I was once in my mess. And I still stayed in the ministry because I couldn't see myself leaving the church. And I said, God, everything that I was taught to do as a child, I'm doing it. Everything I was taught how to pray and come to you, I'm doing it. Why aren't you changing this situation? And it, it, was, it was just an epiphany. And the Holy Spirit just told me, daughter, you are praying the wrong prayers. Okay. And I'm sitting here at a point in my life where it was really dark, and we'll get more into that. I'll tell you more <laughs> of that testimony as we go on with the questions. Okay. And um, I had, I'll, I'll elaborate, elaborate a little bit more on that. Mm-hmm. But I had to really, really come to mm. God and really, you know, you don't really want to question. Mm-hmm. You, you need to trust. Mm-hmm. But I had to get some understanding. <laughs> in all that ways, get an understanding. And I had to get an understanding of what, what was God doing in this hour mm-hmm. that my faith and everything that I was taught and brought up to believe and know wasn't working out. As uh, DJ Cornerstone said, things work together for your good. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't feel the good in this. Okay, yeah. So, as Christian, I know Doc is over there. His wheels are turning. <laughs> he's ready to jump in here. So, I'm going to let him go because I know he's going to be able to have a nice hour here with, with the testimony I'm going to tell. <laughs> so, Amen. you go forth. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. You're good. No, I'm, I mean, just continuing. It's such a powerful topic. So, I mean... If I start, I can just continue to flow in it. But because <laughs> it's such a powerful discussion of a topic because faith and hope, I'm going to put it like this. Without faith, Scripture says it's impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so with faith, then we're able to please God. And having faith is all about one's belief system, mm-hmm. who you put your belief in, who you trust in. Mm-hmm. You know, belief and trust, two words. And these is the key components of having a relationship with God. You know, um, it's what pleases God because it's all about belief. And at the end of the day or the beginning of the day, the middle of the day, no matter what we're going through or what we're facing, I would not want to face it without God on my side. And I'm gonna leave that right there. All right, <laughs> so we I'm good. I, I thank y'all for well, your input. Yeah, because yeah. see that that goes right yes. into our first question mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna start it off right here. Can someone live without having hope? <laughs> Can someone live without having hope? Because, like I said, we here on this panel, we know about God. Mm-hmm. We know about mm-hmm. the scriptures. Like I said, we we're born and raised in it. 
But what about that individual that may tune into this podcast and say, hey, man, I ain't never been to church. I ain't never heard nothing like this. And then I'm living with my surroundings. And my surroundings look hopeless. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be in the house or whether it be in the community, or whether it be in their school or whatever, their job, they're on their job, they look hopeless. Can a person live without hope, having hope? No. We, okay. And as we, <laughs> we, and hopefully they're tuning in today to experience the light and taste the salt. Mm. Like, what do you mean by that, preacher? Because we are the light of the world mm-hmm. and we are the salt of the earth. Right. And then, you know, and then hopefully when we're on our jobs, where it be ExxonMobil, I think I got it right. Whether it be whatever hospital, mm-hmm. a nursing facility that you're in, when you're acting on stage, mm-hmm. when I'm in my facilities and managing, and when I'm at the gym coaching, that we are living epistles. Mm-hmm. And our lives can be read by men and women. You know what I'm saying? And that they can realize that there's something about them, their lives, how they face challenges, how they handle opposition, how we deal with adversity, that they can read it and see and be attracted to, I want that kind of peace in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I want mm-hmm. what they got, even mm-hmm. within our families. They're dealing with difficult family members mm-hmm. that other people may have cut off in the family, but we're still able to deal with because we have the love of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Which love covers a multitude of sins. And the only reason we do that is because our trust and faith in him. Believing, you know what I'm saying? That he's mm-hmm. able to deal with situations. So for those that are non-believers and don't understand Glory to God. They still believe in something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So want... everybody is a believer. Oh, yes. Okay. You believe hold, in something. Hold that point. Go ahead. Here, here, I want to offer this perspective that a person mm-hmm. can live without hope. Mm-hmm. A person can live without hope because, I mean, when we look at uh, desperate, which comes from the Latin word desperare, which mm-hmm. means without hope. Now, I'm not saying that they are living a good life or a prosperous life, but they're living in the moment without any expectation of what tomorrow brings. Now, just because they're desperate doesn't mean that they're depressed. Mm -hmm. All right? Just because they're desperate doesn't mean depression. Because how many of you remember the civil rights leader, Mr. James Baldwin, back in the 60s? Mm -hmm. He was a prolific writer, movie. uh, Also a comedian, was he? I don't know if he was a comedian, but I know he was a poet and he was a writer. And uh, he he did produce movies, but Mr. James Baldwin. And he said, it's a bad feeling. You might be surprised to learn there are ways you can live well without hope. His words, not mine. Now, we, like I said, we understand that, guess what? Our hope is in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But to an individual that doesn't, they can still live without, just may not live as that abundant life that the word has led us to do, mm-hmm. to live with. Mm-hmm. And so that, I think that's a, uh, a tough situation, yes. But yeah. like I said, it's it's possible to live without hope. And that's, that's the point I'm just trying to make. It's possible. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. Anybody else? Let's see. Um... <laughs> I think to live without hope, you have to have a whole lot of help, support. Like, I know physically your body can be walking around, Mm -hmm. functioning, 
in alive, but you don't feel alive. Okay. Without hope. Like in on the inside, you might feel either like a robot or you might feel dead. Mm-hmm. But to have that the hope that there's going to be something better, that even though this bad is going on, that uh you wanna have joy because you know that something's better on the other side. I think in that sense, like emotionally, mm-hmm. I think you're dead emotionally without hope. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Yes. That's, that's a good. That's a good point. <laughs> good point. Yes. That's a good point. Because, because, see, see, like I said, we yes. we sometimes operate under the assumption that folks cannot live without hope. Folks, mm-hmm. folks can mm-hmm. live without mm-hmm. hope. It's just they may not but live we, like we live. Go when ahead. you say hope, define it, because evidently we're missing something. Hope is because an expectation. What kind of hope? Inspiration. In who though? It's it's not hope. Because see, if we're just talking about Christ, then you that's saying one thing. Mm-hmm. But regardless, even a person that don't believe in God, mm-hmm. that's a belief. Okay. Mm-hmm. What right. I just said. That's help a belief. Us. Help us down. So even a person that we say without hope, that's why I say you gotta de- you gotta define you gotta define what the hope is. See, if we're just talking about hope in Christianity, you know, because otherwise a person is still they have no reason to live, like the DJ just said about being de- dying. You mm-hmm. know, because you're dying on the inside of you have no hope that means you have no desire no passion you know no expectancy Mm -hmm. and we can look at the prodigal son when he got desperate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know desperation led to destruction Mm -hmm. he went and ate with pigs and what the swine did he so you know and so what he did he shifted his hope from kingship he still had a hope that I'm going to be able to live, but I'm going to be eating with the pigs and eating swine. Mm-hmm. And his desperation led him to that. And so, and it was when he came to himself, when he got a revival on the inside, you know, glory mm-hmm. to God, and got new life. So, I mean, that's why I say we have to define and centralize the hope because somebody, mm-hmm. everybody got to be hoping in something. You got, mm-hmm. you believe in something regardless if you're a believer or a non-believer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, because if you if you getting high, you believe in that it's going to get you high. The marijuana, <laughs> you believe in, in the drug. If you are drunk, you believe in, in the, come on, in the drink. And you got hope that you're going to feel that it's going to take away the pain, the internal issues that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Come on, something. You got hope in that bottle. You got hope in that nicotine. There's, you know, if a person is just, so I'm going to put that right there. That's why I want to broaden that perspective when mm-hmm. we say that. Oh, yeah. That's what we do here. Yeah. That's what we yeah. do here. So, see, yeah. I, that's the reason I brought that question, because remember, I preference mm-hmm. it with someone who didn't grow up like us. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I preference that because, see, yeah. we're with this message, we're trying to reach those that mm-hmm. are, quote, unquote, didn't grow up in church. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they tune in and all they hear is, the vernacular of church, mm-hmm. which we understand, they may not understand. Exactly. But see, I, I appreciate Doc bringing it out and broadening it out so that everybody could grab something from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I you can yeah. say something. Yeah. Um. You know, when as you all were talking, and uh, especially DJ Cornerstone, I'm like, he's taking some of my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. Um. 
as Doc was saying, you know, he's trying to broaden that hope. A person, when I hear that or see a person living without hope, it just reminds me of a term, dead man walking. Because mm. okay. you can live and breathe and walk around, and like we're walking around mm. now, but without that hope, there's something spiritually dead in you. We are more than just yes. flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Regardless yeah. if you believe or not, you're more than you. Your spirit and soul is in there. Mm-hmm. So that spirit part of you, that soul man in you, one man, man, is dead. Um, it is impossible to please God without faith. But people are walking around hopeless, and I can tell you, uh, dealing with the patients and the people in the public that I have dealt with throughout the years. I've been a nurse for ten years now. And just recently, this year, I left a hospice case management position because mm-hmm. all I dealt with was death and dying. Mm-hmm. And so wow. I got to see the transition of different families, how they cope with death, how they cope with dying. And once they found out, because I would let them know I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. I don't hide it. I got to be able to pray with some families they invited me in to even lead the prayer. And they didn't even know that I was evangelist because I don't have to put a title out there. Mm-hmm. I just want mm-hmm. you to see the light from what Amen. I live and what I speak about. And so yes. I got to see that side of people who knew God mm-hmm. and transition and those who did not and their transition. And only thing I can say is... I will always, the families was thinking that I was just laying my hands on their head or something, just trying to comfort them. But I was praying for that soul. I was praying for the spirit of repentance Mm -hmm. for that time and that hour that they were hopeless. The family Mm -hmm. was hopeless. And sometimes they're caught off guard, even though they know this is the end result. We're not here to heal. Mm -hmm. We're only here to comfort. And the only way we can comfort Mm -hmm. is to let them choose the way they want to go in dignity. But me, I had a whole nother agenda because <laughs> I saw a soul yeah. right here mm-hmm. that was on the brink of crossing over somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to help that person. I had enough hope. Mm-hmm. I had enough faith. So when you have a person that's hopeless or don't have hope, you pray that they are intertwined with like-minded uh, other type of individuals that are like-minded on the spiritual side. But everybody don't get that. Right. Everybody don't get that. Yeah, you can walk around without hope, but you're a dead man walking. I don't mean that you just all rotted inside. I mean that your spirit man is really missing out on a great connection with the Father. I promise you. <laughs> Amen. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your brother in the footwork, DJ Cornerstone, and you are listening to the Mike, DJ, and Doc Show. All right, welcome back to the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast today we're talking about having hope and uh with our our guest here miss pamela coley and you say i can call you pam right yeah yes right. please with pam and you see we were just talking about individuals that it is possible to live without hope but now we're gonna we're gonna pivot a little bit and go in a different direction and let you know that guess what having hope is powerful and uh because if you don't have hope, we, as we mentioned before, life is like walking around like a dead man. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about yes. the power of having hope. All right. Anyone? 
Can I start yes. this one? Can yes. I start yes. this Go one? Ahead, Ooh, hey, woo, hey. <laughs> so just just a little bit of of, of my business. <laughs> Cause right. I, I I'll put it out there because I want to be transparent to those that are listening. Because I don't want them to get a false sense of what a Christian is. Cause they mm-hmm. most people think Christians have it together. Mm-hmm. They think they're perfect because some Christians are judgmental. They look at other people and kind of judge them. So the world feels certain type of way about Christians. So they kind of watch you closely and they want to see when you're going to make that slip. So as I mentioned earlier, I grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. I was married for 24 years. We had married young mm-hmm. and uh, we started a family right away. And so my ex-husband now, my ex-husband and I were going through some marital issues and um, things just wasn't working. So I, he and I end up splitting up. I went into a depression. I did for about two weeks. I did. And I was in a dark place and I couldn't understand. I'm praying and praying for God because I believe in the sanctity of marriage. I believe in that with all my whole heart. God, I'm praying for this marriage to work. I'm praying, I'm doing everything that I've been taught to do. I've been reading the scriptures. I'm fasting. I'm laboring before you. I'm watching sermons day in and day. I'm hugging this Bible. Mm-hmm. And the more I prayed, it seemed like the worse the situation got. The more this man will push me away. The more this man will disrespect me and 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 hurt me to my core. And yet and still, I still believe. I said, God, you know, this is just the enemy. This is just a smokescreen. God, I know what you promised me. And when he said, daughter, the Holy Spirit said, you are praying the wrong prayers. And I said, what do you mean? I know I'm praying everything that I've been taught to do. Mm -hmm. He said, you are not praying my will. Wow. And I was saying to myself, well, I don't want to because I don't know what your will is. Mm -hmm. The words that let let thy will be done, Mm -hmm. let his will be done. And I don't know his will. And that's the thing. That's what faith is. That's what hope is. You don't see it. It's not tangible right there, but you know it's going to happen. When I came in the studio and I sat in this chair, I did not pray that this chair will hold me up. I just truly believed and automatically knew this chair is going to hold me up. When I go to work and I wait every two weeks for that paycheck, I don't say, God, I pray that that money come and put in my bank account. I already expect it to be in the bank account. So I don't even have to look. I already know I got paid without even looking. So that right there, when I when I when he said you're you're not praying my will, and I said, Oh wow. And that's when I had to lift my hands up and say, Okay, I'm gonna stop trying to fix this situation. He said, because daughter, I have a place that I need to take you that he's not allowed to go. Mm. And I'm I'm like, but 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 wait, he's my husband. Mm-hmm. And yes, he was my husband mm-hmm. for that season. But wow. see, God was taking me into another season mm-hmm. that I felt that I wasn't ready for. I had no clue what that season was. Mm-hmm. And 
that's when all these other things that shall be added unto you came in. And God truly blessed me because I stood on the scripture, Luke 2, 52, and Jesus increased in wisdom, stature, and favor with God and man. So everywhere I go, I always say I have the favor of God and the favor of man. I'm going to go places man. that I'm not even allowed to go, that I'm not even qualified to go. And I promise you, this job that I have, I'm a cardiovascular nurse now. I left the death and dying. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a cardiovascular, but I do deal with patients with um, heart disease and congestive heart failure, and I educate them. I bring them into my office. I have a one-to-one -one conversation. I close the door. Some patients I pray with. Mm -hmm. I encourage. And so I try to try to let them know that on a natural side how to live better, but also just sneak in a little bit of spiritual. And I'll tell my testimony. Mm -hmm. A woman just confided in me that she was in an abusive relationship. Now, we're here for a, a visit about your heart, and you're spilling to me about the things that you went through. And I told her, sis, I've been there. Not Maybe not the physical, but the verbal and the mental abuse, which is real, and the emotional abuse. So having that hope, and I told her, I said, but what got me through? Because some say, well, how did you get through it? You don't, I said, I know I don't look like what I've been through, but I'm going to tell you who I know mm -hmm. that got me through it. Mm -hmm. And this, if you want to look like Amen. this, all you got to do is release. Amen. <laughs> God bless you. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Rich. I tell you what, here's another thing. Anointed. <laughs> Being self-reflective and confident mm -hmm. while believing in oneself is important. Mm -hmm. Highly hopeful people are able to forgive themselves mm -hmm. as well. Oh, Sometimes we hold ourselves accountable more than we need to hold ourselves accountable yes. for because we're trying to do it in our own power. Mm -hmm. And so when we try to operate in our own power, mm. guess what? Sometimes we don't have enough no. to overcome it. And just like Pam was saying, sometimes you just have to step back and surrender to the will mm. of God. Ooh. Amen. You just have to step back and surrender. Mm -hmm. And that, that yes. means forgiving yourself, forgiving those around you, and, and moving on, because to get to mm. the next level, mm -hmm. you can't take some of that baggage with you. No. <laughs> you got you to be packing suitcases right. instead of taking bags. Ooh, come on now. Mm. So mm. so that's why it's the power of hope. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't want to take up any more of the time. Anybody else? Amen. <laughs> yeah, well, and the question again, just answer, <laughs> ask the question one more time mm -hmm. for the believer, for, for those that are listening. Why is Was... having hope so powerful? Gotcha. Okay. All right. There was a guy in, in I'm going to use a scripture, scripture, mm -hmm. Psalms 27 and 13. Uh, David said, I would have fainted. I would have lost heart. What he was saying, I would have gave up unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Mm -hmm. What he was saying that his hope, which was his belief system, mm -hmm. was the only thing he had to get him through. And he was dealing with family conflict, family uh -huh. drama. Come on. Lord, mm -hmm. my, my, my. I mean, I can go into the extent. I mean, he was dealing with it. All. He was running for his life. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? His oh, yeah. son had turned against him, had yes. turned the people against him. He had ran into a cave of a doula. 300 <laughs> other miserable folks came in there with him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was broke, busted, and depressed. And like, hey, we with mm. you. You know what I'm saying? So all he had was to believe mm. to see. Yes. His life was hinged upon not what happened, 
what mm-hmm. was happening, but his belief that better days was coming. Yes. Mm-hmm. Come on. And his life was connected to that. Mm-hmm. That was his lifeline. Glory to God. Because hope, you connect hope to a vision. Yes. And where there is no vision, the people perish. Yes. They cast off restraints. Mm-hmm. So that's all he had was his mm-hmm. hope connected mm-hmm. to the vision <laughs> that I believe to see. All right the now. The goodness mm-hmm. of the Lord down Come the on. road. Come on. Because mm-hmm. this, my, 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 it all, it won't always be like this. Right. <laughs> and I'm going to leave that right Come there. Come on. My, 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 my. <laughs> Glory to God. And that's hope. Yes. That's, my, that's my, powerful my. hope Glory right there. Yes, it Praise is. God. That's yes. powerful hope in the midst of all circumstances. Yes. Because you know, Man, when you got the yes. family coming mm. to get you sometime, that it's, it's not just dealing with like people from the outside. Because when you're dealing with family, right. it's your heart. Yes. It's Amen. your heart, yes. man. And then like you say, you got yes. emotions playing into the, the uh, equation. Of what's happening, yeah. And sometimes yes. you just can't cut and dry everything because, no. like you said, family is with you. You don't get to pick your family. Your family no. is who they are. Mm-hmm. You know yes. what I'm saying? So, yes. like you said with yes. with David, there, like you said, having his his own son turn against mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. I yes. mean, that, that's and, that, yeah. Yeah. he's running for and his life. Wow, yeah, running for his life. And we know later yes. on in that that guess what? David could have rectified some of that. It with uh the king yes. saw, but he didn't. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then, but here's the thing. Then he married King Saul's crazy daughter <laughs> that brought conflict and drama into exactly. his life. Mm-hmm. That despised his worship. Hmm. Come on. How? How? how now that's hurt. That your is. own spouse that is. is against your success. Absolutely. Mm. That's one of the worst hurt. Absolutely. Yeah, my, my, my. You know, so Doc, I didn't get up into that. You, <laughs> you know, my 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 ex-spouse was mm-hmm. wanted me to stay home more mm-hmm. and wanted me to be at home. I'm like, to do what? You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to be in the house of God. I know my first ministry is to my husband, but I'm like, when you're not walking in alignment, I'm like, we we're blind. Mm-hmm. I can't see anything. Mm-hmm. You're you're the visionary. Gotcha. And you're you want to just sit here and not do anything. Mm-hmm. So when I was going through my turmoil, I remember going to church, and I had to help lead praise and worship. Mm-hmm. And I remember mm-hmm. when ministers would come, and no one knew, you know, some my mom or everyone everyone knew what was going on, but you know, outside people, and they would say, "Oh, daughter, I need you to pray." I'm like, "Pray." need to be poured into mm-hmm. what happens when right. you need to be poured into mm-hmm. even though you got right. hope and trust in god what happens when you need to be poured into because you feel empty and you're going through and i remember i was focused on my situation mm-hmm. and i said mm-hmm. the more i pray to god to pour into me and send somebody to pour into me the more i was propelled to pour into other people. So I found right. myself pouring into other people from the things that I knew and I grew up off of and I studied. And that's when I realized, I'm like, this is God's way of healing me. Amen. This, this yes. is my healing. Mm-hmm. This, yes. I felt like yes. a failure. I felt like yes. I let God down. I let my mm-hmm. family down. I mm-hmm. felt like that. But I didn't see the bigger picture. I didn't see where God wanted to take me. I didn't see the opportunity that he was giving me to propel me into get more serious and into my ministry. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what is my Amen. ministry? I found out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. I found right. out. Uh, Pam, let me ask That's you something. Awesome. In that, in that awesome. moment when you mm-hmm. felt that uh, you came to the conclusion that you needed to forgive yourself, mm-hmm. did you feel a, a burden lifted? Well, I felt... A burden lifted. But let me just say this. Um, 
my ex continued, and word kept getting back to me, he continued to badmouth me. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. I'm being persecuted for something I didn't do. Mm -hmm. And everyone would say, you never say a bad thing about him. You never say anything negative. I always say, well, I just pray that God will bless him. I pray that God will move on his life. And they mm -hmm. were like, what? Why aren't you retaliating? I said, because mm -hmm. I'm not about to block my blessings. Mm -hmm. Because if I say something, if I speak, he's still God's child, regardless of mm -hmm. how he's acting. We're his children, mm -hmm. regardless of how he's acting. If I say something, I'm going to block my blessings. So I just start, decided to speak life into that dead situation. I decided to just forgive him. I forgave him. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing is, I always wanted, when I was in my, my hurt, I said, Lord, I just want him to apologize because he owed me an apology. <laughs> and I always tell people, don't, if, uh, I had a girlfriend going through something similar. And it was, it was, it was God talking through her. She just didn't know. I said, let me tell you something, sis. If you never get that apology from your husband, mm -hmm. can you still live? And then I thought about it. I said, wait, mm -hmm. I'm talking to myself. Hold <laughs> right. on. That's me. Mm -hmm. Can wow. I still live? And I said, to my, I said, yes, I can live. And when I mm -hmm. said, yes, I can live, I was released then. Two years Amen. later, he called me to apologize. Mm -hmm. And That's I said... It. <laughs> Why are you apologizing? Because I didn't need that. It didn't mean anything to me. I didn't care about right. it because I was already healed from that you. place. I wanted to apologize to him saying, because you're still laying in this darkness. But I know that wasn't nothing but the Holy Spirit convicting him Amen. to apologize. Yes. He had yes. to admit everything Amen. that happened was his fault. <laughs> I said, it's okay. I don't care. You know, I'm good. I'm healed. Mm. And that's what I like to tell people out there. So you may get some offenses in your life. And, you know, we always bind up the spirit of offense and people and things that happen. You may not ever get that apology in life, but can you still live? Can you still serve? Can you still love? Can you still have that hope? This podcast is brought to you by Silver Cup Investments. Having hope. So uh, we're going to discuss now what are the benefits of having hope i mean we didn't talk about people living without hope we didn't talked about the power of hope now we're going to talk a little bit more about the benefits of having hope and and one thing that comes to my mind off the top of my head is having an expectation for something for tomorrow i mean dj cornerstone you touched on it in one of our other segments about waking up in the morning and having something to look forward to and we know that even though that is uh, spiritually and mentally fulfilling, guess what? It has physical effects that it has on the body also. That without living desperate and in despair, that you can live more stress-free. Mm -hmm. And living stress-free, we know that dealing with stress, we got a registered nurse here now. <laughs> We know that. What, what kind of implications that stress puts on the body? Oh, my gosh. Um, weight gain, weight loss, mind fog, um, heart palpitations. It, and stress will manifest itself into an illness mm. in your body. So we try to tell our patients and tell people about living a balanced life. Let's be honest. I look around at the community that we're serving. 
Mm-hmm. I can't tell a certain community to go to specific stores that you can buy apples for eight ninety nine a bag because that's not their tax bracket. Mm-hmm. They have to look at where they are. So I try to meet people where they are. It will also manifest in headaches. I mean, oh, it's so many things that that it attacks your body and just makes your body go haywire just from a thought process, just from a belief, as, as Doc was saying, from your belief system. Your belief system affects your bodily systems. So you have to be yeah. careful about what you believe in, what you're taking in your yes. spirit, what you're taking in, and the people mm. around you. Mm-hmm. The people around you can make mm. you ill. Yes. Mm. Yes, I, I know you mentioned something about being around like-minded people. Yes. Being in a group of people who have hope together. Oh, yes. You know, because like you said, mm-hmm. if you surround yourself with individuals that are looking forward to something, mm-hmm. guess what? That mm-hmm. helps you. Yes. Also. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when we get off to ourselves and and then, like you said, don't have the support system, mm-hmm. because sometimes people don't have a support system. Mm-mm. I mean, we, we have our families mm-hmm. that we come up in that's been supportive of us and we support each other. But you have a lot of individuals that, in this world who don't mm-hmm. have right. a support and don't know where to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could see billboards and signs and stuff, but they may not. They may say, well, guess what? Yeah, I, I see that saying this center, this, that, and the other, but that ain't for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you don't have nobody around to tell you that is for you. That's right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. You know? So, yeah, I tell you, it's, it's several benefits to having hope other than just the uh, the spiritual. And like you mentioned with the physical. It helps you see better. I mean, you have a clearer Amen. vision <laughs> of your path. <laughs> Lord. There you go. Amen. That's a benefit. Uh-huh. I'm mm. able to see and dissect, okay, yes. this is what's going on with me right now. Yes. How Amen. do I flip this or change this situation? How do I change this? And that's a benefit of having hope because it makes you see better, your situationship. <laughs> if you whether you with a woman Amen. or a man, that's a situationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Amen. Your situation it helps you see better. And it helps. And with that, mm. it helps you strategize, too. Absolutely. Strategize and planning. Amen. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Glory to God. I tell you what, we got you got anything else, DJ? Because you was already yeah, in this I'm vein when we started. <laughs> I, I just have an example okay. of what y'all just spoke of. Mm-hmm. I'm, I got to go to the work example. Okay. Uh-huh. Them times at work, y'all, and I know y'all probably experienced at y'all's jobs, workplaces, but just be able to have a conversation with my brother Mike here that and we dream mm-hmm. be in the truck in between jobs wait yeah. and just talk out like this right here is part of it mm-hmm. talking about stuff of this nature for me it pumps me up okay. it gives me that expectation mm-hmm. so finding yourself somebody mm-hmm. that you can speak with that's equally mm-hmm. hopeful yes. to dream with man is mm-hmm. man is a is a help oh yes amen yes it's good prep partners Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. All right, we're going to take our last break and we'll be back with There It Is. 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 Hello. And as we come back and get ready to wrap up today's show, I want to bring you some wisdom from Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12. It lets us know that hope deferred makes the heart sick. 
but desire fulfilled is a tree of life. And I mean, just to sum up everything that has been said and spoken today, and when we read that scripture, it seems to just bring a resolution to the seriousness of having hope. It lets us know your hope being deferred, meaning when you delay it, when you put it off, when you suspend your own hope, it makes your heart sick. My, 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 my. It, it, it makes your heart sick. I mean, that's powerful within itself. So this would encourage you today that no matter what you are going through, don't lose your hope. My, your life is hinged upon your hope. And this is a Christian show. So I'm going to take you to the cross of Calvary, our Lord and Savior. And man, they gave us a life that we may have life. Gave his life that we may have life and life more abundantly. I mean, in him we live, move, and have our being for those that know him and for those that don't know him. I mean, he is the one that you want to root your hope and your salvation in. Because in times that we're living in nowadays, I mean, Gaza has attacked Israel. They come to attack their peace. And the enemy's on a rampage nowadays to attack and afflict people's peace, to take you of your peace. And even the scriptures say, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And their peace have been attacked. And that lets us know what's going on in the lives of many people. So in times like this, you need hope. You need hope in a Lord and Savior. As we come into the holiday season, glory to God, I mean, oh, my, my, my. you need to have your hope rooted in him because it gives you life. Glory to God. I mean, it gives you life. It gives you something to stand on. It gives you something to look forward to. We look to the hills from which cometh our help. Come on. The reason we look, because that's where our hope is. It's connected. So come on, my, my, my. And all our help cometh from the Lord. So when mother and father have forsaken you, glory to God, or lover, spouse, anyone else, you glory to God, the Lord will always take you in. And hey, and it says, and when that desire is fulfilled. That lets us know our hope is going to be fulfilled one day. Glory to God. My, my, what you're hoping and believing for, it's going to be fulfilled. And the scripture says, it's a tree of life. And peace and love till next time. And there it is. There it is. Man, sir, you better speak. Thank you, Thank you. Bless you, DJ. Bless you, Come on, now. Glory to God. Again, we want to thank. We want to thank our lovely mm, guest here, Miss Pamela Coley. Thank you for having me. And we we already know we're gonna have you back. We might make you a regular. So uh -oh. watch out now. <laughs> watch out now. So. Oh, um, hallelujah. Like I mentioned at the beginning, uh, she's going to be in a stage play coming in December yeah. on the <laughs> 8th, 9th, and 10th mm -hmm. at Mount Zion Baptist Church right here in Joliet, Illinois. And she's going to be participating in this play, stage play called Joseph. Yes. So be on the lookout on our Facebook page, on my GJ and Doc Facebook page for promotions for that. Mm -hmm. Promotions mm -hmm. for Pamela Coley. Uh, different ones and we're hoping to uh bring in some more of the uh actors and actresses that's going to be participating in it okay. and hopefully get a podcast where we just allow y'all to talk about it and we put it out there to help promote it awesome. that's one of the deals i'm working with weston on oh, to help promote mm. it okay so 
hopefully it turns out to be a great success like all the other performances you have done. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anything you want to live with our family? Um, I want to say thank you all for having me here, uh, be able to tell my testimony. Of course, we have plenty more testimony to tell, but, you know, uh, I just thank the audience that's listening, and I hope that you got something from this. I thank you for welcoming, welcoming here, me here on today, and I look forward to even come hanging out with you guys again. <laughs> all right. Hey, man, thank you. Lovely Miss Pamela Coley. Thank you. All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast. We really appreciate you listening. Please share. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we look forward to the next time. God bless. God bless. God bless you. If you have any questions for Doc, DJ, or Mike, please go to MikeDJAndDoc.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. New episodes released on the 7th and 21st of each month. Matthew 25 and 40, Good News Translation, the king will reply, I tell you, whenever you did this for one of the least important of these followers of mine, you did it for me. We leave you with this question, am I helping at least one person? The Mike DJ and Doc podcast is brought to you by Silver Cup Investments, recorded at Audio Hive Podcasting.